Alrighty, I got a G Fuel at 9.30. What could possibly go wrong today? <sighs> Let's start today's show. And welcome to a podcast with Jordan Haas. I'm your host, Jordan Haas. This is the only show that talks about internet bullshit. Apparently, cyber bullies Mr. Beast. That's not true, but uh, I recently uh, saw today, he tweeted, <clears throat> Sometimes I regret going on podcasts and sharing everything I know about YouTube. I thought people would use the knowledge to innovate and be inspired, but tons just copy exactly what I do and don't change anything. Kind of sad how many Mr. Beast clones there are. Now, I'm not going to take credit for Jimmy Beast on this tweet. I don't even know if he, in fact, listened. I do, however, friends of a friend, know the Mr. Beast email addresses. So, hey, Jimmy, if you're listening to that episode of the Mr. Beast Saga, please uh, shoot me an email. Uh, go to the contact page. We, we will know everything. And it should be a-okay. Um, you don't have to send me money or anything. Uh, although money would be great. Prices. But um, again, I think we both know the whole purpose of the cash donation is obviously a reactionary thing because it's like a game show. And I'm a game show nerd, so that's how it's all about. Hey, how's it going? I'm very loud today. I'm so sorry. Uh, my mom is not here. She's in the hospital. It is late at night. I can't visit her. Assholes. I know you're going to say that. Why are you doing doing a fucking podcast? Uh, I, I talked about this on the Patreon in a more serious atmosphere. Um... We're getting a little annoyed now. It's like it's it, the best way to describe it is me and my mom are now equally pissed about this. She doesn't want to go back to the hospital. I don't blame her. And I, as much as I like to do podcasts and hey, free time for me to do this shit. I would like to do it without the worry that she is in pain and in bad health. Like that would be great. If I could do this and not have that stressor in my life would be a real great opportunity right about now. Uh, it is almost her birthday, by the way. So uh, that's kind of why it's stressful is her health is deteriorating and her birthday is coming up. Will she live to see her birthday? I hope so. But I am freaking the fuck out. If you think this is freaking out, you haven't heard me when the, when the little microphone's not recorded. So I spent my weekend distracted by two things, the fair and Dave and Busters. I talked about this also in length on the podcast uh, on Patreon, so I'm not going to do it here again. But I'll just say 
The county fair was bullshit. Holy shit, there was nothing to do. I ate a big ass corn dog and it was dry as shit. It was one of the worst corn dogs I've ever had. And I have had microwave corn dogs. It is really disappointing. The best part was the Mr. Softy truck with the milkshake. That was really yum. Uh, additionally, I uh, went to Dave & Buster's yesterday and got an icy machine because I saved up all of my tickets. I've had a big journey to win this fucking icy machine. I, I don't know how, <laughs> what's the best way to describe it. Um, when I first went to Dave & Buster's in Hollywood and Highland back in 2012, 2013, I've never been to a Dave & Buster's before, but that was the first one. Uh, SoCal resident Hollywood Highlands is kind of like a tourist trap though just just heads up um, I saw it and I was excited a big ass arcade game show arcade games and you can win board games and video games and game controllers and all this cool shit and I made it a mission if I ever get to a Dave and Buster's closer to me I will try and get one of those big ass prizes. Big ass prizes. Um, and not the headphone. I want something that really is cool. Now they had game show uh, board games. I, I, I did spring on some of those uh, because game shows are always fun. But there was one that was on my list when it first opened in Thousand Oaks, California. And that was an icy machine. I was there on my birthday, and there was an icy machine there. I wanted said icy machine. So I made it my mission to try and get as much tickets as possible to get it. I think at the time it was 24,000 tickets. Now it's 16,000, so hey, lower it, but it's all good. Uh, it is not a toy. I, I would say it is a toy, quote unquote. But I would say it's of the like ice cream machine level toy, not a toy toy. It's not the uh, that what was that Slurpee machine back like 20 years ago that was somewhat similar. You put the syrup in the ice and you crank it up like a like a snow cone. It's kind of like that, but electric. And I want one. I've always wanted one. It was my mission to get it for the summer. Then the pandemic fucking happened, and I was pissed. Because I was like, do I fucking just buy one of these? Because I can't go to Dave & Buster's. The pandemic is here. I have a cotton candy machine. I guess I'll be a cotton candy guy for two years. There's no churro machine at Dave & Buster's to unlock. But no, no. The icy machines were sold out at Amazon. Some of them were broken. And some of them were not the real icy. They were like slush maker slush thing, slush puppy icy maker slush. And this was like UK electric. And no, 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 no. As much as I like slush puppies as well, no, I want a fucking icy. The only thing I like more than icies is a Slurpee uh, or brain freeze, I guess, if you're East Coast. Um, and that is why. I was saving up tickets and saving up tickets. And I went back on my birthday this year. And then I had friends come by 
and I was still getting tickets and still getting tickets and still getting tickets. No more slam a winner drop bonus balls, but I got it. I was there. It's close. So now it's mine. I have an icing machine. Can I use it yet? No, you need icy syrup. Do I have it? No, of course not. So I'm a little annoyed. There's no icy syrup. But one day, in a few days, because I ordered it through Amazon, I will get it. I will enjoy it, and it will be a delicious treat. Now that I have my goal, that icy machine, you know there's always gonna be like, well, what's the next thing you want? Do you wanna try and get like a PlayStation 5? No. I'm done. I can officially say I can retire from ticket redemption games. That was my goal. And I got my goal. I am good. I can now play video games from home, here on out. Maybe spend the money that I would on Ticket Redemption games towards maybe a better video card. Unless the crypto market has still fucked us over on that. So I can play some of these new fancy video games that are on the PC these days. So I play in Street Fighter 6. I, I got the time to play Street Fighter 6. I got it. I'm playing with it, and I like it. I I will say right now, Street Fighter VI is a game that actually, I wouldn't say brought me to tears or any of that, but I would say it reminded me why I like arcade games and why it's fun. There's three different styles of game. There's like a beat-em-up game. There's like a online fight game then there's like a choose your fighter classic arcade mode they're all fun in their own individual ways control schemes are different and easy to access i love it to me it's it's, it's actually a really really good fighting game my downside is because i bought it on pc it lags a little bit when there's team matches and when there's slow things so when there's too many people on the screen, it doesn't look well. The backgrounds, because it's on low settings, because it's the bare minimum, it looks a little funky at times. In a way that I'm a little uncomfortable with in terms of playing it. So while I love this game and I want to keep playing it, 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 it needs more oomph. And I think that needs to be on my computer end and not necessarily the gameplay itself. So I'm a little disappointed in that. I don't know if that's the game itself or just my PC settings. I'm going to guess my own PC settings uh, because I am playing on a nearly five-year-old PC at this point. Do I need to upgrade right now? No. I mean, I would love to, but I can't. I'm barely on this computer to begin with as we've established, taking care of mom. So I'm really just using this for podcasting at this point and editing sometimes. Uh, so it's a good game. It's a really good game. It might be, to me, it's debatable if it's better than Zelda. I know, it's sacrilegious. What about the Zelda game? I, I think I'm more of a street fighter in this one. I just, I like to play it. There's, there's times where it's like, hey, I have a few minutes. Maybe I should play it. It's, it's bringing that same itch that Fall Guys 
did where I just want to keep playing just for a couple of matches and one more. Oh, just one more. Oh, one more. I caught this time. I just need to air like that. If I do flip and I do a block, it's so good. It is so much fun. I, I've enjoyed it over the weekend and it was good. The only game that's still left on my please wait to pre-order list is uh, the new AEW game. It is, there's a Steam website. It says, put on your wish list. You can pre-order it now on just about every website for everything else but PC. And I think that game looks good. However, like in case of most wrestling games, it's a little outdated now. Because they, it looks like it's up to four players in a certain thing. But they already have trios championships, which is 3v3. So I, you need to make sure that now there's six players available in AEW Fight Forever. If you want to go into full on, let's recap every AEW situation, every title match. You have trios titles. You need to have the elite now versus uh, the House of Black or something. And it... It doesn't look like it's there right now. Additionally, there's now a Rampage show, and I don't think there's a set for that yet. And there is a uh, set for AEW Collision because that just came out this Saturday. And it's a whole new thing, a new roster, a new Saturday show, and all this stuff. And no word on Punk. Punk is like the star of Collision, but is he in the new game? Who knows? They don't tell me shit. I don't know. But it it just to me feels like they're not saying much. And when you don't hear much, it, there's always people say that that's just to keep things a surprise or keep things a secret, uh, especially in video games and sometimes in the wrestling industry. But when a case of a video game like this, you need to hype this up as much as possible. When WWE 2K has a game, almost every day they have like, hey guys, uh, Big Boss Man's in this game. Hey, a Logan Paul is in the new game. Hey, you know we have War Games matches. Hey, you know uh, the Royal Rumble is here just in time for the Royal Rumble pre-order the game. They, none of that shit other than like, Hey, um, there's ladder matches. The game is supposed to come out in 10 days. 10 days, not 10 weeks, not 10 months, 10 days. And something's telling me it will be, quote unquote, good enough, but not the best wrestling game. And they're going to wait for the sequel game whenever that will be. But it's just a bit disappointing. That being said, I watched AEW Collision this Saturday. And I will say, though, really fun show. Holy shit. Um, it reminded me of the first week of Dynamite. Just that big, strong match. The big promo. Really cool set. Elton John is the theme song. It's Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Just, to me, it's just amazingly like campy in a way that I think makes wrestling fun. And I think that's kind of what's missing. Problem is still with, with so much hours of tea of like wrestling now, you're, you have to make that kind of your life. And I don't want that. There's a lot of other things to watch in my life. So 
I watched uh, Cutthroat Kitchen on Max, the ones to watch. Because, obviously, Max includes Warner Bros. Discovery. Discovery owns a good share of Scripps and Scripps' Food Network. So you get the archive of Good Eats. You get Carnival Eats, which is this weird-ass show about fair food. And then you get Cutthroat Kitchen. And I still... I, I I've done an episode of Game Shows, I suppose, talking about Cutthroat Kitchen. And I will bat for it again and say, Hey, Cutthroat Kitchen, that is one of the best cooking competition shows out there. Because it's essentially less about, Hey, can you make uh, this, like, crab a, a special ingredient? And, and here's, like, avocados and shit. Like, sure. Obviously, starting ingredients are something you can do in culinary competitions, black box challenges, very prevalent in a lot of uh, challenge kind of varieties. But there, it, it takes specialty to come up with a cutthroat kitchen situation where it is, we get rid of all of your knives, so you have to cut using, like, table saws and, and sit in, like, office supplies, or, hey, you have to now cook with one arm behind your back, but because it's just simple to put your arm behind your back, there's like some little mechanic, like a little handcuff or a little thing that's like like a little stray on there. I, I, to me, that's what makes it comical and fun. It's ways to waste time for the chef. Or it's ways to, uh, they have to do another activity while they still have to cook. So there's always this risk of the food being burnt. And to me, that's what makes it such a great challenge variety show is that the, the contestants who are the chefs are funny and comical. Alton Brown is like this sadistic, funny comedian. But then at times would go like, hey, if I had this challenge, here's what I would be doing. Uh, if they only noticed that you can plug these holes with something or put dry ingredients first and then the wet ingredient. So... It's just a guilty pleasure show of mine. Uh, I recommend it. Check it out. On Mac. The ones to watch for Alton Brown. Uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> I just finished my G Fuel. Now, I just am feeling a little bit of the crash and burn. So, now that I've spoken like 100 words a minute, if I start going down... Sorry about that. <clears throat> so... Today's topic is is a little bit um nothing nothing really messy here, but um so there's this new uh place called Kick. Uh K-I-C-K. -K. Not Keck. Although <laughs> let's face it, given the green text and the internet lingo, <laughs> what's the difference? And it's an alternative to Twitch. And uh, recently, they picked up two people, XQC and Amorath, uh, with exclusive deals to join the service. And they are getting paid, I think, $100 million. $100 million. What the fuck? There are athletes that don't get paid that much. There are actors in Hollywood that would wish to get that. That is... That is more money than the budget for a couple Marvel movies. People don't know. That's a really fucking shitload of money. 
And a hundred million dollars, apparently it's also in stock options and this, so it's kind of not really a hundred million. It's sort of like, but I mean, for sure it's good, the bag, I guess. That's always worth it. But a hundred million dollars for streaming on the internet for maybe two years straight. There's What's the contingency on the deal? Is it exclusively to kick how many days, how many hours? Like, what's the thing? The promotional? Are you are you there to do ads? It makes no sense to me. But a hundred million dollars for one person to play video games or talk or stream, or if you're Amaraf, get in a bikini and spray yourself in softcore pornography to appeal to the horny teenagers and the really hornier older people. Um, no disrespect for Amaraf, and I'm not trying to slut shame. Uh, I'm just trying to say here that uh, it's it's basically just you, you get what you got. Support sex workers, but at this rate, you we should probably just go with that more often. But the problem with Amaranth uh, in that situation is, well, I think of the kids. In the same breath as, but the trans people take out the kids. Oh, take out the kids or the boobies. And oh, take out the kids because the guys are going to be in the girl room. Oh, no, no. Anyway, I, I don't give a shit. I, I hope she gets shitloads of money. That's really, it's the internet. You're, you're only here for a little bit. Most likely your fame will crash and burn in a few years. So get as much money as you fucking can while you can. And for a thing like Kick, it's, it makes sense on a creative standpoint. You're going to have uh, people uh, make the switch over because the payout is better. It's a 95-5 split versus their 50-50 split. Was that the last thing I heard about Twitch? So that's going to get more people excited to join, but then something's going to switch, that honeymoon period's going to phase, and maybe it's going to switch to 90-10. Maybe it's going to be 80-20. You never know. Additionally, what this is going to get is bring in a lot of the internet trolls. When you see people get banned off Twitch, it's because maybe they said a racism, a sexism, a homophobic thing, a transphobic thing. Basically something that's normal gamers speak because normal gamers are abusive assholes. So now here's a new platform for you to be saying the sexist, racist, homophobic shit. And no word yet on like their moderation policies, terms and conditions. They're really at the honeymoon phase of we're just trying to get anybody we can. But that has happened so many times before. There have been people who are trying to do the new Twitch, uh, what was it? Kickspike.tv was one of them. Hitspike. Hitspike.tv. There was Mixler. Remember, like, a few years ago, Ninja was, like, on Microsoft's Mixler. Oh, this is going to be the Twitch killer. You got to join Mixler because Ninja's there. And he didn't show up. I mean, he showed up, but no one fucking joined over that's what the worry is with something like Kick. Is yes, you're you're spending shitloads of money for these people, but why? It, it the gaming content is volatile. I have been trying to say this for a long ass time. I've been saying this before even G4 happened. 
It's a really shit market now. It's content creation, it's Let's Plays. But if everybody is doing the Let's Play video game market, then it's gonna be oversaturated and only a few will succeed. So what happens to the rest? Well, they're gotta stay afloat, they're gonna get fucked over. So I'm okay with like, I think XQC used to be an esports guy. So hey, he's gonna get paid more than practically every esports team general. Definitely not FaZe Clan, that's for sure. Uh, and Amaranth is bringing in the titty boobies because Twitch was having a hard time trying to regulate booby content. Oh, you can't do the you can't do this shower stream in IRL. You can't do that, but it's making a profit, so now we're gonna say it's okay, but actually no. It just it, to me, it it doesn't fucking matter. I think Kick is going to be one of those uh, websites where it's a good alternative to Twitch. People will show up for a little bit and it will have its known little niche audience. And then eventually people are going to make the switch back to Twitch because that's where the exposure is. There's hundreds of millions of eyeballs on Twitch. And this is just like a short form thing. It's basically the same thing as when people say, I'm leaving YouTube. And then they go to like all the far right dipshit websites. I forget the names. Like it's a, uh, oh, we're a free speech zone. We're going to the free speech uh, Twitter. We're going to Gab. We're going to, we're going to go to true social. That's all these alternative social medias have become is basically the truth socials and gabs of the world. You're getting a niche of a niche. And when Twitter has become Elon Musk's playground of hate, now you're trying to find the new Twitter in the same process. And that's going to be an uphill battle already. And Blue Sky, it's kind of getting there, but I don't know. When it comes to Twitch, though, Twitch is Twitch. Twitch has been the home to Jeff Keighley. Maybe Jeff Keighley will do the game awards on Kick as well as Twitch. In addition to YouTube gaming. Remember YouTube gaming? That's still the place to game. YouTube gaming. $100 million is more than budgets of many video games. When you look at the way that uh, <clears throat> games, like journalism in many ways, 100 million bucks is shitloads. You could buy pretty much every printing column. You could buy Time Magazine for that, National Geographic for that much. So a gaming thing like that is, to me, it's a little unheard of. And might I say a little bit shaky ground. When, um, <clears throat> when I was looking at Venn, Venn had $40 million associated with it. And it was like a streaming game thing. And it was also, it had a, oh, its own website. It was kind of quasi G4 with esports people, but they were trying to build out two studios in the middle of a pandemic. But the cost of getting all of this shit did not have the return because of viewership. Maybe XQC and Amor will have the viewership enough to warrant $100 million. But in many ways, it didn't really work out. G4, I mean, it's being a dead horse at this point, but G4, they had like a, what, a $30 million studio? And what was it? Like, they spent, besides the studio, they got lots of content creators. They got Gerard, 
They got esports people. They got Frost. Uh, they brought back Adam Sessler. And they didn't spend the money to promote the fucking channel. And they couldn't really figure out how to do a YouTube or a Twitch or what was their kind of investment. And it, when you're only getting like 10,000 views, it's, it's not good. And not a good thing. So that really made me wonder, like... What? Where is this money coming from? Is this like a a hope for the best situation that these streamers are gonna make all of their money back by streaming? Um, because to me, I, I mean, go for it, I guess, but I think it's a bad investment because the gaming uh market is volatile. There's what, like how many gaming channels are now? Now there's Minecraft streamers, there's Fortnite streamers, Roblox, all, all sorts of these little niche groups. But we're thinking like big time. How many gaming content places can make safely a million dollars or $10 million or are worth a hundred million dollars? I'm gonna say none. I think even the most successful gaming podcasts can maybe churn maybe a million dollars, maybe a million bucks, maybe two million. Most YouTubers, they're going off stocks and like threads or business opportunities. Like I think Logan Paul and Jake Paul, they make more money, not off the YouTube bullshit, but off like. Hey, this is a sponsored video, and this is a sponsored thing, and hey, drink Prime. And that's Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is not making really the money off the view counts on YouTube. He's making money off, like, Pringles and Cheez-Its and his Feastables. And even then, according to the podcast that I have read about Mr. Beast, he's making maybe $4 million. Four to six million dollars per month. If you include the Feastables and the Mr. Beast Burgers, maybe roughly 10 to 12 million. And even then, he doesn't spend the fucking money. He spends it on the production. He spends it on overhead costs for his crew, for for legal, for all of this bullshit that not a lot of people know about. So when I hear about Mr. Beast clones, I'm not just saying like the family YouTubers and the let's get money on the street. I mean, these are people who don't know the kind of back end shit that I'm sure Jimmy has read about and figured out because he got the right people in place. You need people to sign release forms. You need legal to sign your ass in case, I don't know, you do a fucking physical challenge and someone snaps their ankle and they're going to sue. I'm guessing Mr. Beast has more safety in place than some Netflix productions. And I wish I was joking. So when it comes to like the overage cost, it's expensive as shit. And I believe that he spends all that money on his YouTube videos because as much as you like think, well, it's a very cheap ass video, it's still given the set cost, the the rights to like rent out a building, build out a building for a few weeks, get people in there. Was it going to 
it's going to take a shitload of money. Like a lot of television shows are about that cost and it makes total sense. And it's just a YouTube video. So when it comes to a hundred million dollar stream, I'm a little confused. Cause that's, what are you going to spend that money on? I don't think it's worth that much. I don't, I get exclusive rights. I get Ninja gets paid stuff, but it seems like, at least this is to me, Ninja is still kind of trying to get his name out there because he's doing state farm bullshit. He's doing, uh, what was it? The, the mask singer. He's, he's still kind of in the irrelevant period and he's the best gamer apparently. The ninja guy, Ninja Blevins. It doesn't fucking matter. Nobody cares. A hundred billion dollars is more money than Scarlett Johansson has made doing the Avengers movies. I'm not trying to say there's a false equivalency of talent here, but something here isn't right. And I don't think the money's real. And I think there's some hidden meanings here. And I think it's going to end up like the Mixler where people are gonna show up and then it's gonna crash and burn because they can't keep the money up. Or alternatively, it's gonna be the place where the shit posters end up because they get banned on Twitch because a trans rights or something. Cause so far this kick uh, website has no real moderation plans. But they have kick.com, which is a good idea. I mean, kick.com is a great .com to even own. I would assume things like, I don't know, um, uh, boxing gyms, kickboxing, or even just like street hype shoes. Look at those kicks. But but it's it's okay. The kick brand is here. Is it going to last? I do not know. They really haven't told us much about what is this new website, what's their uh, policies, privacy policies, community guidelines. Here we go. I'm actually on the kick.com website right now. So let's see here. There's a Dropbox of kick media assets. So I could now be a brand identity for kick. I can now use the kick logo. Don't go crazy with your color mix. Do not apply graphics, twist the logo, or scale individual parts. Clear space, small use, logo placement. They use uh, interbold and interblack. Uh, it looks like a bootleg Helvetica. Stream it now. New streamer, kick.com slash kickcat93. You know, kickcat93. You know, kickcat. The K is weird looking. I mean, that's a really interesting logo. Let's see here. What's the profile avatar? I can, I want to use it. I want to, I want to feel like I'm cool. Emoji high res. Oh, I get the high res, uh, there's crowns, there's skulls, there's cry emotes, rage emotes. 
I just want to download all of these. Thank you. Uh, there is cover art for Kick. It's very uh, interesting. Oh, for LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So let's read the community. There's terms of service. You know, we have the rights to your likeness if you use our service, and we can use that for advertising, paid services, billing, processing, no refunds, no free trials for subscriptions. Okay. Let's read the terms of let's community guidelines. When you join Kick, you are joining a diverse community of people located all over the world. Our goal is to keep the Kick experience fun and safe for all these guidelines help establish the behavior is acceptable and not acceptable. This is making our best effort to set fair and reasonable boundaries. However, we are a new platform and changes to these guidelines occur. Kick uh, prohibits activities, material, including live streams, videos, and comments that are harmful, deceptive, offensive, or illegal. Well, you have drama alert there, so I don't know. Encourage or promote harmful, deceptive, offensive, or illegal conduct. Okay. Violate any of Kick's terms of service, privacy policy, copyright policy, and other policies. Well, this is, again, what we're reading. Uh, contain nudity or pornographic depict sexual activity, actual or simulated. Well, there goes the hentai games. Well, now you're not going to get the hentai audience. Facilitate, encourage, offer, solicit sexual content. Makes sense. Involve, prohibit fraud, scams, or deception. Invade privacy of private places, communications, or persons. Again, don't dox people would probably be a good way to say that. Cause or promote emotional distress, a trolling kind of behavior. Involve threats of harassment. Uh, involve excessive or burdensome unwarranted attention. Again, trolling. Uh, impersonate individuals or organizations through likeness, voice, name, or identifying attributes. Defame others. Contain streamer, operate lotteries, or sweepstakes. Well, they have a lottery. They have casino games. Dox individuals without their consent. Involve spam or unwarranted commercial or relevant repeated communications. Persistently share harmful information. Depict, cause, or encourage self-harm. Cause or encourage violent conduct. Constitute or encourage hate speech that directly attacks a person or group on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, religion, medical or mental condition, disability, age, sexual orientation, gender, or gender identity. Hey, trans rights. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, will they will they protect us? Who knows? Abuse the platform's resources and rewards. Manipulate kick service to use artificial means to solicit or collect views. So no botting. Involve hacks, cheating, or violation rules in online multiplayer games to gain competitive or... Uh, that's a new one. No hacking the online multiplayer games while on our service. Interfere with normal use of kick or impair its operations. Attempt to circumvent or evade enforcement of kick terms of service. Collect information. Copyrights. Copyright material to avoid Barnum to Harmful, deceptive, offensive, or illegal. Movies. You can't start riffing the movies on kick tv shows or tv channels so uh, sorry you can't riff on tv shows i can't riff on game shows sports matches other creators content from other sites so i can't riff on youtube videos on kick music you do not own close alphas betas or pre-release games uh dmca guidelines for more you can't do sexually explicit content 
No erotic or sexually suggestive dancing or gestures. Sexually suggestive clothing. No booby doodles. Do not wear the super skimpy bikini, folks. Do not uh, wear the uh, cock lover t-shirt. Available now wherever fine t-shirts are sold. Sexually suggestive commentary. Do not say you want to eat someone's asshole on kick.com. No asshole eating on the kick. Viewing sexually explicit content on Steam. <laughs> Why the fuck? Sexually suggestive emoticons, avatars, images, links. We may change your username if your username is suspicion of impersonation, trademark violation, profanity, hate speech, or racial slurs. Gambling on Kick with our users is strictly prohibited. No buy-in. Why do you stream gambling games online, only poker, only budget? Depends on the laws and regulations in the country. Mature audience. If your content contains mature NSFW content, must be tagged as 18 or over. Certain sections, such as hot tubs, may automatically have this tag applied, but otherwise it's your responsibility to do so. We reserve the right to manually or automatically tag certain content as 18 plus. This includes 18 plus video games, smoking, alcohol, profanity, don't say fuck. Casino or gambling, game nudity. Do not re do not try and do the reboot of video game vixens. <laughs> Criticism of religious or political positions, religious or political advocacy. Sorry, fuckos, DeSantis sucks shit. I can't say that on the kick, but I can say it on this podcast. Hey, DeSantis wants gay people to die and trans people to die, and that is very sickening. Especially when you consider it's almost the anniversary of the Pulse Massacre. And maybe the kids who are openly gay or wanting to be gay or transgender really need a place to come out. And maybe their families are abusive if they come out. So they need a safe space to do so. It's not grooming. It's not a gay guy going to the kid to fuck them. It's just a kid who's aware of their sexuality, feeling weird about it, and needs a place. And unfortunately, you have abusive assholes who vote for this dipshit, Ron DeSantis, and other Texas assholes who want to violate the freedom of expression in the First Amendment for people to be gay or whatever gender they wish to identify as. So maybe the kind of loony asshole conservative bullshit artists who vote for these people don't have the right deals in place. This isn't what should we tax? What should we cut on funding? Should we go to war? No, this is on should somebody exist in this fucking country? And what we're hearing from one side is no and the other side is silence because we need to have some means testing bullshit because that's the kind of country we live in. And it's fucking shitty, the fact that this is Pride Month, and we can't address the most bare-bones addressing of transgender rights, gay rights, bisexual rights, and lesbian rights as well. Not to mention folks who are non-binary, people who are asexual or agender and don't identify by a lot of shit. 
We can't really go into that because some people are too fucking broken brained to figure this shit out that because they don't know, they're just going to get enraged and start beating the shit out of people and violate human rights because my feelings are what's a pronoun? So you can't say that shit on kick.com, according to the rules. <clears throat> content labels. Uh, please correctly label your streams and content. Please use the correct sessions. Do not you hate speech, profaning racial slurs. Do not trademark violations. Do not brand organization personally. Do not pretend you are Domino's Pizza. Bullying, impersonating, or mocking other creators. So, so whatever you do... Do not say some shit like, boy, I fucking hate YouTubers who sit on their ass and fence it over the bare minimum of human rights. Hey, Black Lives Matter. Well, I want to say all lives matter. Oh, do you? Do you really think all lives matter? If so, then you'd think Black Lives Matter in the process, right? Right? So, yes, all lives matter, but we're talking black people, right? So, you're really caring about all lives? Do you care? Oh, if you care about all lives matter, does this mean you care about gay rights and gay lives and transgender teenagers who probably get abused? Do you care about that shit? Or are you suspected that maybe Joe Rogan and these people who want to go into sports are going to abuse your kids and make some fucked up bullshit artists their own? Look at me. I'm also wearing a silly hat. So you can clearly see I'm doing a satire of fucking Ransonas. <clears throat> you can't do that on kick.com. Enforcement. In order to protect your service, Team Kick refuses right to, without warning, to change your account label 18 plus, mute accounts from Kick Chats, remove moderator privileges from accounts, add restrictions to accounts, remove or hide content, disable, suspend, or ban individuals. Please contact us for more information. I I just don't know. But then again, I don't really do Twitch streams, and I don't really do Kick streams. So why should I care? Really, in the grand scheme of things, because I don't have the time to do so. Well, truthfully, I'm just thinking what lies ahead. Now, I'm okay with alternatives. Who knows? Maybe Kick will be the kind of alternative to Twitch the same way AEW is to WWE. But when it comes down to, like, the streamer, the app, it's really hard to be the second in command. It's really hard to be third. So I appreciate them trying to get gung-ho on this, but they're going to need to get some heavy ammunition if they want to do this. Additionally, again, it's a volatile market. So what makes everyone stand out? What makes all the gaming stand out? It makes no sense to me. So for me, anyway, I'm, I'm, a I'm excited for what lies ahead with this kick thing, but I... I just signed up for a kick, but am I going to use it? Probably not. And I want to know what lies ahead when it comes to kick. What lies ahead when it comes to Twitch? It seems like there's a big content creation fight going on even on YouTube. And I think this is just going to continue getting worse, continue getting messy. And again, I, I think it's, it's going to just hurt some people in the long run, people who probably have been streaming or content creations for years. I'm a nobody in this situation, but imagine those that made a hunt, like got, got this silver play button and then are like, 
I'm not even getting enough to pay the rent on this place. Fuck. And they have to retire. Or they have to work a second channel and they have to do more shit. That, that to me, is what's going to fuck up a lot of people's brains. And to me, that's the worrisome for me, anyway, when it comes to this. Uh, finally, in the final news, after we talked to Kick, uh, is, lastly, just my brain with video games. I, I mean, I stopped playing Zelda. I got into Street Fighter VI, but it's really now difficult for me to get back into the uh, games that I've been playing for the last early months here. The Fortnite, the Fall Guys, the Trackmanias. And I'm trying to figure out why that is. Is it because I took a big break? Is it just the uh, too much of, of like watching stuff and just being passive? It's like I don't want to get back into a video game. I, I don't know yet. Um, and the worst part about all of this is that, like, for me, the one game series I want to get back into is the Jackbox Party Pack. And I'm pretty sure this, there's someone's going to say this is like the 20th time I said this. I like Jackbox Party Pack games, but I don't have the big friend group to play it. I don't have the means to get the most out of it. It's hard to even get three people to play a Jackbox game. It's hard for me to coordinate because I don't know when I have free time on my hands. And currently, I'm using that free time for this podcast instead of, say, playing Jackbox on stream. Rather, it's YouTube or Kick. To me, that's just the where it's going. And I love video games, but I just... To me, that's the sad part of this. Maybe it's because the writer brain in me is saying, like, well, that's a sometimes thing, and you need to keep going and learning new things. But another side of me is just sort of just burnt out. Recently, uh, New York Times is testing out an only connect style game called connections which is the basically the connecting wall round and only connect and there's no seller like hey this is borrowed from only connect and just like how the digits game is borrowing from countdown and just like how the uh the wordle is lingo we're basically getting into hey let's just borrow a piece from a game show and make it a daily challenge situation and that will be fun hey you know be fun how about you do the word fine and just say it's now you see it remember now you see it that was a fun game show i'm surprised it's not a gsn original these days um anyway (laughs) uh it's just to me it's the Hey, what's your thoughts on this uh, only connect connecting wall game? Uh, so I wanted to end that with my game shows. I haven't played video games that much. The, the one game I have been playing is this connections things on my phone because I've been in the hospital. I've been out and about the fair, the carnival, and it's fun to just idly buy and play this connecting wall game. That being said, it's a shit version of the connecting wall game. 
when it comes to looking at only connect in the connect in that wall round, it is fucked up challenging hard. You're going to screw up multiple times and there's a time limit on the game. Connections, there's no free time. There's all the time in the world to figure it out. So it's more casual. However, they haven't figured out necessarily why the connecting walls work. The secret to an only connect wall, do not tell anybody this, is that instead of going four in a group, you do five or six in one group, and those are the red herrings to get you to the other items. For instance, Robin could be a bird. It could be a superhero. Got it? Things like that are what works in, in Only Connect. When something can have multiple meanings, it becomes even more of a challenge, which makes it more of a skill to connect the walls. This is more like, well, I, I like doing puzz grids and I can make my own wall, here you go. And it's really the weakest walls, simplistic walls. It's like if we can dumb down Only Connect for America, this would be the kind of puzzles that would you can expect. And it's just disappointing. So, personally speaking, eh, not really fun. But if it's for you, then so be it. Uh, I'm going to still play it just because it's on my phone. I, I added it to home screen right next to my uh, New York Times crossword puzzle of the day. But am I going to get, am I going to bat for it? No. I wish that was in the fucking app. And it's not. I have to fucking go out of my way to do something New York Times will not. Because New York Times is full of dipshits. Anyway, uh, that is it for today's episode. I am going to uh, hit stop record and record some game shows, I suppose. So that way, in the next few weeks, we have some stuff taken care of. And hopefully you guys can uh, have fun with that while I try and take care of my mom's situation and everything will be okay. So that is it for today's episode. This is Jordan Haas signing off. Good night.